for me, it was like, oh my God, like my, I couldn't feel my forehead. Like I was walking <laughs> sideways. I was like, this is, this is just amazing. You know, like later and then, and the day after wasn't that great. But, um, but I just remember being in this bar it was in Bucktown and Chicago and, um, just having this bartender serve us two or three of his picks and he might've been trying to punish us. I don't know, but it was, it was, I remember that that time as the first time ever having bourbon, not whiskey, bourbon. And, um, uh, you know, after that, I really started kind of leaning towards brown liquid and, 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 you know, here we are today, but that was, that was, that was a while ago, but Tur- at that turned bar. your world upside down. Tur- yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. It did. Welcome to another trip down the bourbon road with your hosts, Jim and Mike. So grab a glass of your favorite bourbon and kick back. We would like to thank our friends at Premium Bar Products for sponsoring this episode. If you're ready to step up your game at your home bar, check out premiumbarproducts.com to choose from their wide selection of glassware, all of which can be custom engraved with your personal message or logo. And there's no minimum order. So after the episode, head over to premiumbarproducts.com and check out everything they have to offer. Now, let's get on with the show. Hello, everybody. I'm Jim Shannon. I'm Mike Hyatt. And this is The Bourbon Road. And today, Mike, we are in StreamYard. We've got some great people on with us today. I'm really excited because we've had their stuff in the past, and it pretty much blew us away. So we got Lucky 7. We got JP and Mike from there. They're the owners, operators. And then we also got, um, I like to call her the witchy woman of bourbon, uh, (laughs) Ashley Barnes, their master blender on with us. Everybody, welcome. Welcome to the Bourbon Road. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. Yeah. It's always a good day when you get to drink a little bit of bourbon, and it's always a good day when we get to revisit a distillery that we've had such a great show with in the past. So you guys, we like to kind of get straight to the bourbon. We don't want to waste a lot of time chit-chatting up front. We want to get straight to that first expression. What did you guys bring for us here today for our first pour? Well, I'll take it. This is Mike. Um, We brought you the Jokester. It's our six-year expression um that's uh been doing very well um i believe this one got double gold at adi last year right john it did but that's it, not cool. uh, yeah and, and um it's it's what i would consider uh like my daily drinker um you know it's our uh lowest proof expression it's at 95 proof and uh to me i just I just love drinking this on a daily basis. Um, it's it's just smooth. It's got great notes, um, and uh, yeah, I really enjoy it. So we, we're going to start with that, I, I think. And um, you know, let me know what you guys think. All right. So everybody's got their glasses. Check it out. Ooh, I'm getting cherry on that one, Mike. 
I was going to say, I get a little bit of uh, that rich, um, almost like Mexican vanilla when you bring that back from Mexico, uh, yeah. a real vanilla. It's got a I've lot of vanilla beans. I can get the bean. Right when you say vanilla, I taste it. <laughs> so I think that's what got me excited the first time that uh, we were testing out um, our six-year-old. It was immediate excitement because uh, I think we started with three um, and then right away, all three of them were amazing after Ashley um, did her work and, yeah. uh, and right away, it's like, wow, we, we work. This is good. We have a great product and yeah. now it's going to be the, the painstaking uh, process of which, you know, which blend um, do we like the most? And mm -hmm. Like Mike said, it's the it's my daily drinker too, and yeah, I'm biased, but at the same time, it's truly uh, it's what I want when I come home from work. There's yeah. no question about it. What I like about this one is that it really does change. So if you left your if you poured a glass and you came back an hour later, if you poured a glass, took a sip, and 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 then came back an hour later, took a sip, it's different. Um, if you uh, let it sit out in the cold. For some reason, it's different. Uh, it tastes completely, I, I don't know, just more substantial in my opinion. Like, So the different flavors you can get out of it just by letting it sit out longer or sit in a different temperature is really, I thought, was amazing. And and every time I try it, it's better and better. So uh, it's, it's some of my favorite in general, not just because it's ours, but it is. I mean, you know, John does this too. We sit at home and we try different bourbons and we uh compare it to ours and um i'm not saying ours is the best i'm just saying i like it i every time i go down a rabbit hole where i'm trying different bourbon and i go back to ours i'm like ah, i like that i just really like that so th that's why we're so i guess proud of the jokester and um you know hopefully we'll keep it going as long as we can i get a little bit of a little bit of leather just a slight hint of tobacco on this, like pipe tobacco um, mm -hmm. that you could smell. You get that, Jim? Yeah. You know, I'm still, I'm still stuck on the cherry. I got cherry cobbler, a little bit of cinnamon on it. It's because it's dry, dry fruit too. I <laughs> yeah. usually get, I'm not getting it as much today, but I had someone say green apple and I've been dying to taste that. I haven't, but I've been always trying to identify that as a, as a flavor note. Like a lot of raisin and figgy notes on this one, which is really cool for you know, like, the six like, year. Like figgy pudding? Sure. If you like figgy pudding. <laughs> I don't even know what figgy pudding is. I like fig maidens. Isn't that like a nursery rhyme or something? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Give me some figgy pudding. Christmas Carol. <laughs> she said it. I had she said figgy, and I was like, I gotta go with this. <laughs> well, let's let's take let's taste this thing. All right. Cheers. 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 Oh, yeah. That nose and the palate is just so locked together for me. I mean, really spot on. Yeah, I'd say the same thing. It's silky. Um, yeah. For it's a it's a Kentucky straight bourbon. What you think of bourbon when you, you know, when I was growing up, this is what I would have thought bourbon was. Mm -hmm. It's not a humongous, humongous punch in the mouth or anything, but that spice hits the tongue a little bit. 
that vanilla bean is there. Some of those rich leathers, it, it, it does slide right down. You know, one thing I like, I've noticed, and I don't know if ever, anyone else experiences this, but you know, you feel it going down your, 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 you know, you feel it going down. And I, I like, I know when it hit my stomach and I like that feeling for some reason, it's just a cool, I don't know. I just think it's a really cool thing um, to experience. And this is uh, got, like you said, so much flavor. Uh, just you, you, you kind of experience that finish all the way down. I like chewing on chewing on it a little bit too in the back, yeah, back of the mouth, and I really feel like it opens up some more. Um, get when we were getting into this, we said, you know, people ask me, "What do what do you want to taste like?" Or like, we we want a bourbon that we like, you yeah. know, and and it's um, and I know that sounds like, of course, that's what you do, but we didn't want necessarily what the experts like. Let's say. Ashley, let's say we were totally weren't on the same page. I, I don't know how that would have worked out, you know, but of course what she came up with was amazing. And I, that's one of the first things we said to each other, like we like this personally, you know? Yeah. And to your point, John, I mean, we were asked by, you know, just when we're trying to get on market and talk to distributors and sell this product that like, why didn't you, why didn't you just leave it barrel strength? Why didn't you, you know, do a higher proof? You know, that's the thing nowadays, people are getting a lot of money for those high proof, you know, expressions. And I said to her or them, um, it's not what we like. I mean, we like this, this was not going to be like a, a cast strength, bourbon so we can get the most money out of it. We really wanted it to taste good. We wanted it to be something you can go to on a daily basis and be delicious. And so, you know, luckily when we met Ashley, her taste and and flavor profiling and, and, uh, you know, the way she approaches things really synced up with John and I's preferences. Like John and I, that's, we bonded over bourbon, right? So John and I like drinking the same things. And, um, thankfully Ashley sort of got that and her, you know, her, her style of blending and her palate really matches what John and I really like. And I think we made the right decision by not listening to other people and just going with what we really like. And so this is where, you know, we're at with the jokester right now. It's like something that's really like accessible and delicious. And, you know, I mean, we're trying to write yeah, we knew you can drink it on a daily basis, you know. Absolutely. We knew the barrel strength was to come. We were we were absolutely gonna do that. But this first one here, um, and, and we weren't alone because yeah, we've it's a really decorated bourbon and we're proud of it. That is mm -hmm. for sure. Well, if, if if it wasn't uh good, you know, only thing Ashley has to do is wiggle her nose. <laughs> um, and it, it fixes it like yeah, that. Yeah, right. Right. You know, I know. <laughs> I, one thing, speaking of Ashley, one thing I always love, you know, we the the few times we've all been together, it's like, oh, this is Ashley, this is Ashley. And then you can see her face transform into a different person when she tastes it. You know, it's like, okay, this is Ashley, the whiskey guru you can yeah. see it in their face <laughs> pretty funny yeah well you could when ashley picks yeah. up a glass uh you could tell she means business like you know it's there's a lot going on there it's a deep it's it's a deep exchange between her and that bourbon she's holding you know do you think her past employers regret 
missing out on her. I think they do. They probably should. Um, and her magic. Um, yeah. Well, no question. We used yeah. to call we before we knew Ashley really well. John and I would just call her Magic Hands, and that was our that was our code. Like, Matt, no, Magic Hands is gonna you know she's gonna do something good with this. Don't worry about it. You know? so, um, but now we can call her Ashley because we're we've known her so long and we're like so let's, now. Let's talk about the name and uh, the bottle and the movie ticket on the front of it. Let's get into that a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I'll I'll start, but Mike was Mike found here. Let's say found the Lucky Seven, Lucky Seven Spirits, the company name, and 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 Lucky Lucky Seven. I think it was one of those things like you would never imagine we could have that name. You know, you, you start searching, and it's uh, and boy, there's a lot of lucky stuff. There's a lot of seven things, and. Uh, this is after pages and pages and pages, the pages of what is our name going to be. And some of them we would plant, you know, Mike might plant, you know, a funny one in the middle, you know, you're reading down and you're like, wait, no, no. <laughs> like in the one movie, what was it? It's uh, called Hail Mary. Yeah. It's like, no, we're not doing that, but it's, you know, you think it's not like an easy thing to come up with a name, but it's painstaking because, uh, What's right? What's going to connect? Um, and it, it, something so simple it can be the right thing. But um, the studio aspect of it, which connects us to the movie theme, I'll let Mike take it from there because this was his find and it was, uh, it was yeah. huge. Well, to John's point, um, John and I had this idea. We wanted to do this. We wanted to get in the bourbon because we just loved it. And we loved, you know, the craft that went behind it and everything about it, but it didn't really feel like a real thing unless it had an identity, it had, it had a name. And we had worked on this project, I would say close to a year without a name. And it just didn't feel, and it was something that would keep me up at night and probably JP too, um, that we didn't have a name. And, and we wrote down hundreds of names, cool names, great names, but nothing that really resonated well with John and I and what we were trying to do. So, uh, I'll, I'll uh, make this shorter. But um, one night I was at home and I had access to the TV by myself, which is a rare thing. And I was drinking. And so uh, sipping on some Lucky 7, I think, or, or I'm not really sure what, maybe it was Lucky 7. And uh, I came across the old film, um, I'm blanking, why am I blanking? Casablanca. Um, Casablanca. There you go. I was flipping through the channels and Casablanca came on and I hadn't seen that movie in a while. And I do, I do really like it. So I just watched it. I watched the whole thing. Um, and at the end I started just Googling like where'd this movie get filmed? You know, how long ago was it made? And I came across an NPR article about that stage that, um, was, uh, the lucky seven stage and Warner brothers and that the Casablanca film was made there and how the stage is 75 years old. And there was an anniversary party there. And, um, it came to be known as lucky seven because so many films came out of there, uh, that were Oscar nominated or won awards or won Oscars. And so that name lucky. And, and then the stage name just became lucky seven after a while. And yeah, cause that, that was just seven. It was stage seven. It was stage seven, and then, then it became, became lucky stage seven, and then it just yeah. became lucky seven because they were just like, oh, put throw it in lucky seven. We'll we'll win an Oscar out of there, you know. So I don't know. I just thought it was such a cool name, and 
I called John the next, I wrote it down. I called John the next morning, first thing in the morning. And I read him the article. I didn't tell him the name. I said, listen to this article. And it was the NPR article about Lucky Stage 7. And without me, once I said the name, John cut me off and said, that's the name. That's our name. That's our name. I'm like, yep. And so I didn't even have to tell him this is the name I was thinking about. He knew immediately what I was doing and, and, and how it resonated so well with him. And so that's how we, we, we and, and then we had to get the trademark, which was a whole other, you know, can of, you know, can of worms just to try to get lucky seven. I mean, as you can imagine, it's probably, it, it was one of the most difficult things we had to do, but we were so hell bent on that name that we kept going, kept going, kept going. And we, we did get it. We have a registered trademark for lucky seven. Um, and we're very happy about that. Um, and, and, and we also, we didn't want to, we don't want to be the brand that came up with the hundredth person who really started bourbon, you know, who's the, really the first person to come or a president or, you know, a famous Creek or whatever. Those are all, I'm not saying anything bad. They're phenomenal names, but that's not who we are. Right. You know, we're sourcing, you know, it's not our, our distillery. So, for us to kind of come up with something like that was it just it wasn't us. Yeah. So and the reason the name Lucky Seven and and you know resonated with us so well because John and I, I, I as long as I can remember have quoted movies to each other. Him and I watch movies and qu- we remember the lines and I can quote <clears throat> a line to John and he will know exactly what movie it's from and he'll he'll go on with the line that 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 continues on through that scene in that movie. So, you know, we've always enjoyed old movies or even contemporary movies. And, and we've quoted lines to each other our, throughout our whole friendship. And it's, it's one of those things where, you know, you have to be close enough with a person to kind of understand them and, and, you know, know what the hell they're saying, because I can quote a, a movie line to someone else. And they'd be like, what are you, what are you doing? Well, like, what, or, you most know, what people you use that. Most people use that time to become smarter. Me and Mike chose to become <laughs> dumber, you know, with that extra time. So that's 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 all. And so that that really like the whole thing just kind of came together for us, and and we're like, okay, we're lucky seven, and this is why. And to take it further, I, you know, we we really we wanted to have our story. We're, we're a brand new company. We don't have a 200 year old distillery where, you know, our granddad had an old recipe or something like that. So we, we had to, you know, we had to have our story. And so our story was that we were going to make a short film for every release that we do. And I live in California. I have access to, you know, directors and writers and, and production companies. And so you know, I said, well, why don't we just do these limited releases and make a film, a short film that goes along with each release and that that film will name the release. So the bottle that you're sipping on right now, The Jokester, was actually a film that we made called The Jokester, which is in the label itself. It peels back and you can scan a QR code. It'll take you right to the film. Um, so we named the bottle and the release after the film. Um, and, and the film that we made was uh, basically an homage to the scene in Goodfellas where Joe Pesci's telling uh, Ray Liotta, hey, you think I'm funny, funny like a clown, you know, funny how, you know. So we recreated that scene with our own, obviously, uh, with our own 
you know, script <laughs> so we don't get sued or anything. But, um, <laughs> you know, and so we thought that'd be a really cool, a really cool thing for our brand. And it opens uh, up like that. A, a lot of people really like it and a lot of people don't know anything about it. So, you know, that's something that we got to do a better job of as, as uh, brand owners to sort of talk about more and, and get out there more. Uh, is that, you know, this is really like, you know, each, each release has a cool film attached. It's limited release bottle, uh, excellent bourbon, masterfully blended, you know, all those things. Yeah. And those films fair. are, those films are what, about two minutes in length? Yeah, we wanted to keep them short um, because I think what we envisioned was sort of, you know, before COVID, obviously, you're sitting at a bar and, you know, the bartender will give you the bottle and you can scan the code and, you know, drink your Lucky 7 and watch a little film with Lucky 7 on it, you know, and and that was the real, you know, so we didn't want to do like a 20 minute film or, or anything like that. We wanted to kind of keep it short and sweet and get the point across, you know, and have fun with it. We really did have fun with it. And that was our goal when we got into yeah. this business. And because we, we also didn't want people to think, oh, look at a bunch of smoke and mirrors here, a beautiful bottle, a, a film, but, but the whiskey's garbage. Well, it starts with us with having amazing bourbon and with our team, I, I think we really nailed it. And it, just first and foremost, that's what it's all about for us. But we're really proud of our bottle, though. Yeah. And and, and really, it was painstaking for, for Mike. I was more of the, um, out of these three choices, I like this one the best. But we couldn't be happier with it. And, and just the way the cork even sounds when you pull it off, a big chunky cork. Um and the Harlequin design in the back. We're really, uh, really proud of it. Yeah. Did Ashley help you guys with that also? With the bottle no. design? No. no. That, that's, that's another all thing. Them. Yeah, that was, um, that was another uh, pain point, I guess you'd call it. Um, so we didn't have a name and we didn't have a bottle. And so originally John and I wanted to design our own bottle. And we went down that path of making a custom bottle and it, um, how would you describe that, John? I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it a nightmare, but I mean, it was, it was just, I it's guess we, got, we had too much creative freedom. <laughs> and we I would imagine, like, I would imagine it's also quite expensive to do that, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. You have exactly. to, make, it is. And, and now knowing, you know, we, we didn't know a whole lot when we started now, I'm not saying we know a lot more. I'm just saying we know mo more than we did. Um, I'm so glad we didn't do that bottle because the minimum quantities you have to order and, you know, where it comes from and the standard, I don't know, it, it was, just, it would have been a nightmare uh, had we done that route. So we spent a good, I don't know, six months on that and just walked away from that project, designing our own bottle. And, and, um, we were, we were at a convention we were fortunate to find the bottle that we found and the the and we had a design team that we met on that same convention that um, really crushed it for us. Um, they took all our crazy ideas and they made it a reality. Um, and so, you know, uh, every little piece of that bottle is thought of and and basically custom. I mean, like to John's point, that cork shank. There's a reason why you get that that noise out of that bottle when you open it because. We, we, we made sure we had the right cork to make that noise. And, um, you know, just everything about the bottle itself, like the, the decoration on it, you know, 
it's 22 karat gold front and back. Um, we didn't want it that way. It was just, that was the gold that we liked on the bottle and it just happened to be real gold. And when I got the quote for it, it was much higher than the other golds. So we were like, why is this gold so much more? And they're like, well, that's because it's real gold. Do we put an ugly gold on the bottle and save some money or do we? So nothing we did was to save money. I mean, we put no expense spared on everything, the juice, the bottle, everything you could think of. And in making these films, you know, those obviously aren't cheap either. But um, it's just something John and I love to do. And, and, and we're really proud of this brand and we want it to show it in the best light possible. And this is, this is how we know how to do that. All right. Well, Mike, let's let's talk a little bit about the finish on this whiskey and we'll we'll break for our first half. And when we come back, uh, you know, we'll talk about uh, some other things they've got. Yeah, I'm curious of <laughs> where you guys source this from. First. <laughs> <laughs> Trade secrets. Look at Ashley's like, hmm. <laughs> um, but I think the finish on it to me is a little bit medium. That hug is not super deep. It does lay on the tongue a little bit, but. Medium, maybe into the, that long is getting into there in that six year. The oak's still there, but uh, that's where I'm at, Jim. What about you? Yeah, I, I would agree with that, Mike. I would say we're we're at a medium, uh, maybe a little bit longer than a medium finish on it. It kind of hangs with me a little bit. I'm getting that sort of buttery, silky kind of finish on a little bit more caramel. Actually, I am picking up the raisins. I don't know if they're figs or not, but it's something in that raisin plum family that's sort of coming through on the finish for me. Uh, but it's it's mashed with a little bit of caramel, and I mean, I like the I like the texture of it. I like the fact that it keeps making me reach over and grab that glass. You know, I just keep having to go back to it. Exactly. Uh, yeah, great sipping whiskey. Um, yeah, a daily drinker. Absolutely. So, you know, Mike and JP both talked about you know the blends. We went through a couple blends, and even on the proof, we did a couple. You know. I offered some different blends and took their direction as to what they wanted their blend to be. And then we took that and then interpreted it into the proof too. So there was, there was a whole lot of thought put into this and the finish and everything. And I, for a daily drinker, I really like it too. I have to hide the lucky seven bottles in my house. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And with a, well, and with, I'm, I'm a neat drinker, but with a cube, Mike is referring to the profile change it changes a lot and i have a lot of friends that love it with a cube and um i don't know i just can't do it i'm a neat drinker though in general so what can i say <laughs> wait is that gone I think yeah. oh nice yeah, I think I like so for those for those who are listening only and not watching the video mike just raised an empty bottle <laughs> There's a lot of those in my house too. A lot of empty luck. I have a hard time. I have a hard time throwing them away because I think because it's one. It's our own brand, and I just it looks good, you know. Yeah. So maybe it could be a hey. stick a couple flowers in it and put it out on the picnic table in the uh, in the summertime. It's a beautiful bottle. I take those little actually micro light things. You can get them on Amazon, like a twelve pack for ten bucks, and stick them down in there and make night lights. Oh, I mean, I've got right. a two-year-old, so we have whiskey bottle nightlights. Why didn't you tell me that? Idea. That bottle was great, great use for it. Yeah, yeah. you should put those on. You should put those on. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? Etsy. Etsy. <laughs> <laughs> Etsy. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, so let's take a break, and when we come back, uh, we'll taste uh, another expression from Lucky Seven, and we'll chit chat a little bit more about the company. All right, thanks, guys. Well, you know, you can't drink whiskey without glassware, and Mike and I are extremely pleased to have a sponsor like Premium Bar Products. Premium Bar Products offers direct-to-consumer the finest whiskey glasses, cocktail glasses, and bar tools with your own personal engraving. I mean, you can write anything you want on these glasses, anything from a company logo to a personal statement, and there are no minimum orders. Their direct consumer platform offers you the opportunity to purchase small quantities of your favorite glass shapes that enhance the pleasure of enjoyment and drinking of whiskey and make it all very positive. They offer the absolute finest trending and handmade glasses as well as a comprehensive range of styles and all of their items have been designed with purpose, practicality, and longevity in mind. So if you're a bourbon or whiskey group and you need custom logos, you need to reach out to Premium Bar Products. If you're an individual, you just want a few for your bar, to impress your friends, to give out as gifts, you need to call Premium Bar Products. They need to be your one and only source for custom glassware. I can tell you right now, the Bourbon Road, that's who we use. Janie and Carson and the team there at Premium Bar Products will take care of you. They'll treat you like family and they'll take care of you with every order. All right, listeners, we are back, and we're here with Lucky Seven, JP, Mike, and their master blender, the witchy woman, Ashley Barnes. Um, so in our second half, you guys uh, brought another special bourbon for us. We're, we're doubling the age, though. JP, what do we got? So we have our 12-year-old expression, which is called the holdup. 100, 100 proof, absolutely love it. Um, it's for being a hundred proof, it's very smooth. Um, not, you know, it still has that nice, rich vanilla. Now let's take a sip and then we'll judge from there. But this is just something, once again, we were blown away with when we started sampling it. And, um, here, I'll, I'm going to take a sip and tell you what I think. So I get a lot of that vanilla that we were talking about earlier, but I love the hundred proof. Um, I didn't realize I would like the higher proof uh, bourbon as much as I, I, I did once we started sampling everything, because I kind of look at it like if if something's this high proof and can be so smooth, which I find in this uh, in our twelve year old, um, it really made me proud of it and and the work that Ashley did on it and. Uh, yeah, Mike referred to it in the last segment. We do a lot of testing on the phone and saying, mm-hmm. I mean, there was many times of like, wow, I can't believe I think it's better than this brand, which we really respect it, you know, and still respect. So I had that many times with uh, with our 12-year-olds and um, the hold up. It's a fun little film. There's no question about it. A little spoof on a Quentin Tarantino movie called Pulp Fiction. So, uh, <laughs> another thing, who knows? Uh, I'm sure Quentin would appreciate that, but it is a parody, just to be clear. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We, it, we had a lot of fun making it. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, and this also um, won a lot of awards. Um, I can't. I know for sure it's won gold at ADI. Gold at ADI won. Um, it won in San Francisco. It won in Las Vegas. It won, uh, and these are all gold oh, or double golds. When I when I'm saying one, and um, it's been. Uh, I think this one scored 92 and Whiskey Advocate. Which 92 really three. Happy. That's what I was just going to say. I think 92. I think they were. Uh, I think it was 92. We got 90, by the way, for the the jokester. Um, I think it was. I think it was 94 Advocate. guys. 90. For the jokester, ninety-two for the holdup, and ninety-four for the proprietor on whiskey advocate. So the 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 six and the twelve were in the spring edition, and then the uh, um, the single barrel was just now in the winter. And I mean, there's not that many that are reviewed, as you guys know, in the buyer's guide, and we're pretty proud that uh, already three of them have been. So yeah. Uh, and to get everything above 90, we're, and you know how strict they can be, uh, we're pretty pumped. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Well, Mike, let's mm-hmm. dive in. What do you say? Yeah. I, I, on that nose, I got this is weird. Uh, and I don't think I ever got this on a bourbon before, but the sweetness is there, but it's like blueberry pie or something. Mm. You're a little sassafras yeah. on this one. I, I actually talked about that the other day at work and this, these young kids are like 20, 21, 22. They are like, what, what is that? <laughs> so, <laughs> you yeah, know, right? you got to know what you're describing for, you know, like yeah. for sure. Yeah. And whiskey advocate, what was the 12? What was it Mike? On the, oh, on the, yeah, board, so the, dusty the, thing, board? the, the dusty floorboards is actually a, a good thing. Um, that was a write up. <laughs> on the proprietor and the and whiskey advocate we're like dusty floorboards i never you, you know thought to use that as a description of a flavor note but um it, they must have liked it because they scored it at 94 i've never taken my tongue and drug it across the desk <laughs> i just you know, can't imagine that i might have to yeah but i've i've gotten this note before and i am getting that now that you mention it you know sometimes when somebody mentions a note you kind of identify it yourself Isn't that funny yeah. Yeah. And it is kind of that that warehouse. I, I don't I don't like to use the word must because must must has a, a bad connotation mm-hmm. to it. But this has that antique warehouse, the old mill kind of smell to it, mm-hmm. uh, which I, I love it. I, I yeah. that, for me, that's a that's a that's a antique. Yeah. Antique. Yeah. Grandma's basement, Mike. We've said that from time to time. <laughs> There you but go. No, this is a little bit more like a, a dusty, musty warehouse, kind of an old smell. Yeah. Well, heck, let's let's taste this thing. Cheers. 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 Okay, that one's got a lot. Get your cherry on this it. one too. Mm. A lot more body to this one. A lot more uh, boldness and depth. I'd actually say this is a little bit smoother, um, even at a hundred proof. It, mm-hmm. it's, it's nice um, expression, and this is a Kentucky straight bourbon too. Yeah. So, yeah. for all of our listeners out there, both of these Kentucky, yeah. Kentucky straight bourbons that mean it was made in Kentucky, it by a distiller in Kentucky, uh, over two years old. So, everybody knows that. But this one's twelve years old. <laughs> So um, a few a few extra proof points here. So we're talking about five more proof points, but the spice is amped up a little bit in this one for me. A little more black pepper. And a little one more nutmeg uh, on this one. 
What was that, Ashley? Just just a quick note. Um, <laughs> one thing I know me and Mike are pretty happy about is um, I don't think we realize how much we fall in love with Kentucky, you know, on our trips there. Um, just, you know, we would go, we were going there for, for work to meet with Ashley and, and others. Um, and then, you know, going to some of the classic Louisville restaurants like Jack Fry's and, 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 uh, Jeff Ruby steakhouse and all that kind of stuff. We really, and then just going to different neighborhoods, we fell in love with, Louisville and then just driving into the, the country to, to go to different uh, distilleries when we were first meeting about sourcing and stuff like that. Uh, that was uh, um, probably something that we would both say was a, a perk that we didn't realize would be a perk. We, we fell in love with the state. Uh, yeah. There's no question about it. I think that's what kind of sealed the deal for John and yeah. I too, is just going to Louisville and like just we we did fall in love with that city and the people there and um you know we got a funny story about um mictors uh john remember that story yeah let's say it i mean uh, on our well i think it was on our earlier trips the first or second time you know this is the one where we we had bought some barrels yeah enough where it hurt the pocketbook personally for both of us but let's really see if we're if we're going to do this. We were still, I don't know. I don't know what the word is. We were still like not 100% in. Like we were kind of looking for a sign, if you will. So anyway, John and I were on a trip to Louisville. Um, we went to this really cool speakeasy called uh, Mr. Lee's. I don't know if it's still there anymore. but um, It closed down. Uh, we, we were drinking. You know, we walked in. We're having a great night. You know, it was crowded in there. And uh, John uh, said, first round's on me. So he goes to the, and he goes, what do you want? And I, and I, uh, I was feeling, you know, feeling good. So I said, let's do a Michter's tenure. Let's make it a Michter's tenure tonight. And so I, cause I saw it up on the bar. And so John goes and orders us tenure Michter's and um, we're sitting around drinking that all night or I don't know how long we, we were drinking for, but you know, it was time for us to leave, put it that way. And, uh, you know, we go to get the bill and, uh, we said, okay, we're, you know, can we settle up with you guys? And, um, they're like, yeah, there's no bill. And we're like, well, what are you talking about? And they're like, don't worry about it. The bill has been taken care of already. And we're, me and John are looking at each other. Like, what are you talking about? Like, what, how, why was our bill taken care of? And they're like, well, the gentleman that was sitting at the bar was, um, the vice president of Victor's. Yeah. And right. he had heard you order Mictors and he got your, he got your tab for tonight. I'm like, even wow. The cock, even the cocktails. We even the co- everything. Yeah. yeah we had no, are. we had no bill. And we were like, that is the coolest thing we've ever heard. And if that wasn't a sign to want to get into this business, we don't know what was. So that's sort of the thing that really escalated that for us. We were like, no, this is, that's, that's fine. We're doing this. We were looking for anything to get into the business. <laughs> so that was definitely the sign for us to like, okay, we're, this is it. You know, this is a good sign. If he hasn't heard that story, I'm sure he would be proud to hear it. Yeah. I don't I think hope, he had, I, I don't We think, hope so. We yeah. hope so. <laughs> I don't know if he's heard that story. I think you're the first people that's ever heard that story to be yeah. honest, outside of I, me I would, and John. I would tell you about Kentucky. Cause I had, I was only moved here. This is my fifth year in Kentucky. And uh, I'd lived up in Cincinnati before, and I knew people from Kentucky were just as friendly as could be. But then we moved to Louisville, and then we moved out to Shelbyville. But um, 
I think you'd be surprised at how many stories out there in the bourbon community are like that. Me and Jim are in Louisville and uh, eating at one of our favorite places to eat at is the Village Anchor. And um, we got to try it. The bourbon, the uh, the bourbon queen, pretty much, I would call her. Uh, to me, she's the definition of Southern charm. Uh, the bartender walks up our right waitress. She's like, a, that lady over there bought your drinks. Um, and it was Peggy, no Stevens in there eating, eating with us and stuff. And then, then she brought us our wife's cookbooks. And, uh, so it's just, wow. it's just awesome to be part of that community. Yeah. There are hundreds of stories like that, that we've heard, uh, about people, old carters that they're, they'll be in a bar and see somebody order their stuff and pay for their whole round. So yeah, we, awesome. we love it. You know, that's, that speaks. And we, uh, we hope well, to do that someday. Yeah. Or so, you know? John and I want to pay it forward. We hope one day we're in a position to do that um, <laughs> soon. So, yeah. So th- that was really, uh, and anytime we get a chance to, to go back and even, even leaving Louisville and driving, you know, out to the country, it's, uh, it's, it's been awesome. And we, and we want to, yeah. We're not going to fake like we're from here, but we want to certainly be a part of uh, Kentucky lifestyle. Yeah. No question. <clears throat> well, if you're not from Kentucky and you start a whiskey company, a bourbon company, and you make straight Kentucky whiskey or you procure it and blend it, um, I, I think that makes you a first cousin. I, I, I <laughs> I'll that. take it. <laughs> <laughs> I will take it. Yeah. I, I didn't know where Jim was going with that first cousin thing. <laughs> <laughs> so where's uh where's the future uh, of lucky seven going you know where do you guys see yourselves you want to start john or you want me to start so i, I just i want to throw out one little thing that kind of ties in with the other segment too is i think when me and mike started looking at this we're saying what it, how cool to be a craft uh bourbon company but at the same time Guys like us and you guys, I mean, just look at behind you, Big Chief. You know, we're not looking to replace uh, our clients aren't looking to buy Lucky 7 to say, I'm going to stop buying this, right? We're looking for that next good bourbon to add to what we drink. And personally, I love that. I love that. You know, let's keep adding to our collection and keep buying more of it. Um and we've found that at at the one convention where there's people at, you know, there's kind of that spirit of rooting for each other, potentially. Uh, I'm not saying doing business together, but it, it, you're going to have your probably issues with other companies. But for the most part, it seems like every craft whiskey, bourbon, we're all looking for the same clients and we're we're, we're not necessarily brutal competitors there's certainly an that aspect to it but i like the fact that the bourbon people are kind of collectors they have that collector mentality Mm. um and that excites me big time so um i guess what i'm saying is into the future we want to do what we do best and we're not looking to cut the throat of of our competition obviously we're we're a small craft distiller but we want to do what we do best yeah, you you hit the nail on the head, and that's kind of you know where me and Jim have taken our podcast is, you know we are loyal to the brands that we love. Jim's a wild turkey guy, uh, in his heart I know that he's a <laughs> a, a rye spice guy. I am the AKA weeded king of Kentucky, and I love some Weller. 
uh, passionately. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, love weeded Me too. whiskeys, weeded yeah. bourbons, right? Um, but every time we get a bottle of craft whiskey from uh, anywhere in the United States, it's bourbon. Um, and me and Jim would crack it open and we, we said, man, this is, this is pretty damn spectacular. It's finding that new surprise out there that nobody knows about because they won't drink it. And it's, we're able to tell our listeners to tell our fans, um, tell our Facebook group, Hey, if you're up in this area or in the state, this is where this is available. You need to try it. And so many people have said, thank you so much for opening our eyes on this brand or this brand or that brand where they were just stuck in that kind of groove. Hey, this is my whiskey and this is where I'm going. Mm. But, but now they're drinking all kinds of stuff. So yeah, um, we'd yeah. love it. Yeah. Some Great. wise person, some wise person once said, and it might've been a man or a woman. I don't know that variety is the spice of life. And mm-hmm. Mike and I get to experience that very often as we receive whiskeys from craft distilleries around the country. And, you know, every now and then, no, I wouldn't say every now and then more times than not, we are pleasantly surprised by what we get. To to add on to what John started, um, that was early on, you know, we got a lot of like, what are you, you crazy? You, you know, look at, look at, look at how many bottles are on this bar. Like, what are you thinking? Like, and, and John and I have always looked at it through a different lens. We always wanted to be part of the club. We never wanted to be replacing anything, you know? So me personally, I, I couldn't tell you how many bottles of bourbon I have. I mean, on my bar on display, I probably have 50 bottles, you know? And this is before we even started lucky seven. This is like, I'd always like, Oh, I have to get this. I have to get this. I read about this. I heard about this. I have to get this. And so, you know, it's a fun thing that I think the bourbon community does is that they identify, you know, new and and exciting brands and new and exciting flavors, new and exciting releases that they have to get in their bar. And it could sit there for a year or two years. And, you know, and that's all we want. You know, I think the biggest um, flattery John and I can get, is if we're in a picture, if Lucky Seven is in a picture with all the other great bourbons, you know, if we're if we're if we're in a picture with Weller, Elijah Craig, um, you know, Old Fitzgerald, whatever you have it, you know, that to to us would be the biggest form of flattery um, that you can give us because we feel like we we did something good to get there. You don't just get to be on that podium with all those other bourbon if you don't if you don't do something right. And so um, for the future, though, I know we're going off on a tangent. I mean, John and I, I think from the beginning, wanted to be known as a brand that um, is premium and anything in our bottle is going to be good. You can blind, you can trust us blindly with it. Um, and, and I think we're getting there. I, don't, I wouldn't say we're there yet, but we really, really, truly in our hearts want to be known and, and, and be the brand that whatever's in that bottle that we busted our humps to get um is going to be amazing and you should try it and you should try it soon because it may not be around in a week or two because we never know how much we're going to get of it you know we're sourcing so we may only get 10 barrels of something we may only get 20 barrels of something and when ashley gets her hands on it depending on what she thinks or she's you know she might have had a you know, uh, she might've woke up in the middle of the night and thought, Hey, let's do this with it. You know, then that's the route we're probably going to go. And so y- you never know what you're going to get, but, um, whatever it is in the bottle, it's going to be amazing. And, and John and I would have it no less. We would sacrifice every bit of profit to offer 
a good bourbon. Like it, it wouldn't matter. No expense spared. Like if, if Ashley said, we need to put this in 10 different barrels and we need to age it for three years and you're probably not going to see any return on that investment for another six years, whatever, we'll do it because we know like we just, you know, we, we just know that everyone's going to appreciate it. And, you know, kind of along to that holiday toast, that was, that was a, that was a, a, a very good surprise for us. Like we really didn't know what to expect out of that barrel. Like when Ashley sampled it, when we said, you know, we're thinking about doing a holiday release, she came back so enthusiastic and like how good it is and how her grandmother can't stop drinking it. And so we got so excited. We're like, okay, we got to, we got to go with this right now. This is the Christmas we're doing it. You know, and we, we filled those bottles with, with, uh, with, with the holiday toast and, um, and, and it was a success. Like everyone loves it. And, and so that's what we want to do. Um, and every, everybody listening, there's a lot more holidays throughout the year. So you can keep buying Year's. Yeah. You don't think we have to stop buying the holiday toast now it's still available and there's no shame in drinking it in July, but yeah, read, um, read, our, read our review. I mean, we definitely reviewed this one and, uh, I don't think Mike, you and I didn't differ a bit on this one, did we? No, we didn't. Uh, it, the holiday toast was a, a very um, special bourbon. Um, you know, I had, I think I had let about eight to nine people drink it. It also the same thing. It is a special bottle. That's why I have an empty bottle now. Awesome. There's actually a little left in there. I'm like, Um, i've done that myself talking about profits uh, can you tell our listeners what's the msrp on a six year and then on the 12 year our msrp for the six year we we'd like to see it at um what is it 59 or 69 john i've seen it it's 59.99 we have seen other people you know post it for a little less and a little more but our msrp is 59.99 and uh, yeah. the twelve-year-old ninety-nine ninety-nine, and then our single barrel will will be or is higher than that. One twenty-nine. Uh, One twenty-nine. That's where we we see the MSRP, and and so the holiday toast is seventy-four ninety-nine. So your single barrel called the proprietor um, is a barrel strength single barrel, right? Right. And and this is something that is. Uh, is is your newest release, right? Technically, the holiday toast. Holiday would be our toast. Holiday toast is the newest release. Yeah. Okay. Um, the proprietor oh. is essentially Ashley sampling all of our twelve-year-old barrels, identifying the honey barrels in that inventory, and pulling those aside and not allowing us to blend those with anything else. So what that ends up yep. being is the proprietor. And barrel it. I mean, we bottle it at barrel strength. And um, now what we're doing is we're offering um, private barrel picks, which a lot of bourbon clubs around the country have staked their claim on, you know, certain barrels that we offer. Um, So you'll you'll start to see uh, the proprietor with, you know, just the lucky seven proprietor, but you'll also start to see some proprietor with private barrel clubs, you know, like putting their sticker on it and offering that to their members and, you know, friends and family and whatnot. But the ones that are selected by Ashley as, you know, identified as a uh, single barrel, those are 
the cream of the crop. You know, those are the best of the best. Mm -hmm. And we don't touch those. We just, we put those right in a bottle. So what, do we do we have any single barrel, uh, any proprietor that was released in Kentucky? I can't remember. Not yet. No, it was. So you, are you guys familiar with Benny's, the retailer in mm-hmm. Chicago, one yeah. of the biggest retailers in the country? Mm-hmm. Uh, they had most of the um, the first uh, uh, single barrel release. Yeah. So besides Kentucky, where can our listeners find? Which states can our listeners find these six year and the 12 year in? Just to touch on the future a little bit more, we are going to sell on our website within five weeks. So hopefully everyone in five weeks should be able to go to lucky7spirits.com and they'd be able to buy a bottle right from our website. It's been a lot of work trying to get that going, obviously, with all the different laws in different states and whatnot. But um, that's one place you can go. But uh, the states that we're in currently, we're in Illinois. We're in Michigan, we're in Kentucky, we're in Tennessee, we're in New York, we're in New Jersey, we're in Colorado. And Florida, uh, Florida, newly. Uh, we are in Florida. We, we're not in, we, we're able to sell in Florida. We're, we haven't um, worked with a retailer yet, but we're able to sell in Florida. And um, there's one other state that I'm missing. And that Massachusetts. Is, oh, we yeah. are, we're, we're almost in Massachusetts. Um, Cal- so, we didn't go out. Did you California too? Did you say oh, that? In California? Yeah, sorry, <laughs> that's the state. Yeah. So you know, uh, we recently, honestly, we recently we recently added Massachusetts, Colorado, able to sell in in Florida. So it's it's really happening fast for us. So yeah, you're, if, you're growing fast. The, we are. The place, yeah. The place John and I are dying to get into is Las Vegas because of our name. I mean, we just think. Lucky Seven Casinos, it just goes well. So if anyone out there is a distributor in Las Vegas, we'd love to talk to you. You know, that's one place we 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 really want to get into because it's just it's just kind of a cool you know marriage right there with the, between our name and our and our brand. Well, if our listeners are looking for it in Kentucky, um, the one hundred percent place that I know that carries it is our friends over at Westport Whiskey and Wine and the uh, Westport uh, Village of Louisville. If you're on the Bourbon Trail, make sure you stop over there, see Chris and his team and uh, pick up some bottles of Lucky 7. Yeah, we've been well, we're um, doing we're really well. there next time we're in town for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. We uh, in Kentucky's received the brand really well. Like uh, our distributor in Kentucky has made multiple orders back to back because it just you know Kentucky. I don't know. It's such a good market for us, and and they just love the brand, and so we're really happy and proud to be in Kentucky. Um, you know, and hopefully it'll just grow from there. And we are a Kentucky brand. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's what else. Yeah. yeah. Well, you got the witchy woman of Kentucky. Yeah. Well, I got mean, what are you saying about and stuff and uh, wiggling yeah, Ashley and, and, your, and your partner? Can we say your partner? Monica. Yeah. Yeah. Monica. Monica, she's. This team, they've been amazing. We just, from, I'll say, I was going to say day one, from second one, we were all four of us just on the same page. And what a, what a, I mean, the knowledge that uh, those two have is unbelievable, and we yeah. couldn't be prouder to be uh, uh, partners with them. 
Well, I'll tell you what, um, if you're not paying her enough, you probably give her a raise and pay her <laughs> <laughs> You know, she she said no hey, doubt. She texted me and she's like, Hey, I want you to try this uh this this brand out. And she drove down I sixty four and she said, I just want you to stand on the side I sixty four and I'll chuck <laughs> all three bottles to you. Um, you catch them. <laughs> Quite almost exactly what happened too. <laughs> she was we that day. We would have it no other way. Like that's how we want that, that. That's exactly what we want. Just passing off bottles on the side of a freeway. You know, that's <laughs> if we could, we would, man. Okay. Well, Mike, yeah, we, JP, yeah. Ashley, it's it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show today. You guys, you know, you kind of epitomize. Uh, the craft distillery industry, you kind of represent exactly what Mike and I are looking for when we're when we're wanting to do a show and taste a little bit of whiskey. We love what you guys have going on. We've had three of your expressions now on two different shows. And in every case, I think, Mike, we've been pretty bowled over, haven't we? Yeah. I mean, you're doing it right. You hired the right people to help you out. I'd say just keep doing what you're doing and you're going to have a, a monstrous success in a just being not that slick oil snake snake oil salesman back in the 1800s, but um, <laughs> you're doing it the right way. We'd like to give you guys a chance to let our listeners know where they can find you uh, on the web, on social media, how they can reach out to you, how they can find out more about what's going on at, at your company. Take a minute and let everybody know what's going on. Oh, sure. Um, on Instagram and Facebook, we're at, Lucky, the number seven, spirits, plural. Our website is lucky7spirits, all spelled out, um, dot com. I think that's it, right, John? Is there anything that's else? pretty much it. Oh, Mike's cell phone wanna, number is... Uh, yeah, John's cell phone number is... Uh, <laughs> I actually don't even care. But anyway, no, um, but we, we, yeah, reach out. We get a lot of email. Uh, the email, sorry, John, to cut you off. Hi yeah. at lucky7spirits.com, all spelled out. That's our email. Say hi to us. Um, we get a lot of people asking us questions all the time and, um, you know, whatever, where to find it, you know, things like that. So don't be shy. Go ahead, John. Sorry. No, that's it. I mean, we're, uh, so happy that you invited us on the show. You guys are class act and um, we're looking forward to being back on um, as we grow as a company. Now, Ashley, where can we find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram at Ashley underscore Barnes TSG. Uh, this, or at the spirits group is our company Instagram Facebook as Ashley Barnes or the Spirits Group. And our website is thespiritsgroup.com. And appreciate you guys having us on there. I love working with Lucky Seven. Love the liquid, love the guys. We really, like you said, we hit it off early on. And just like we did, Big Chief. Jim, I haven't got to hang out with you in person yet, but look forward to it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the day. No doubt about it. Same here. We'd love to meet you guys in person one day. Ashley won't share no provocative photos of Santa Claus and Lucky Seven bottles on her own page, though. Said <laughs> <laughs> no. she's a mom. <laughs> all right. Well, you can find the Bourbon Road on all social medias at 
The Bourbon Road. We also have a, a website, thebourbonroad.com. Mike, what do we have on that website? So you can find our swag on there. Um, we got our bourbon bullshitter t-shirt. Um, check it out. We got our Glencairn glasses that we're drinking out of right now that were provided for us from distillery products. If you're a company out there and you're looking for that that glassware, check them out, distillery products. Um, if you're looking for some private barware, they also have that at Premium Bar Products. You can get some engraved glasses for your website. I write a blog on there. Sometimes I get Jim to write it. Um, I have to pull him a little bit to get him to write, but uh, he'll write the blog too. We got those on there. Our reviews should be up on there. Um, what I was promised this week sometime. I'm so excited about it. So you'll be able to find our reviews of uh, brands like Lucky 7. Check that out. We also have a Facebook group called the Bourbon Roadies. Who's all in there, Jim? Oh, my goodness. The Bourbon Roadies, 1,300 plus individuals who love bourbon, love to talk about bourbon, share bourbon, uh, take pictures of bourbon, review bourbon. Let's just say it. They're just bourbon addicts, right, Mike? They are. uh, Three questions to get into that group. Are you 21? Do you like bourbon? And do you agree to play nice? Um, We just don't tolerate any rudeness in there like some other groups. Um, We want everybody to play friendly. We've got some great moderators that take care of that kind of stuff in there for us. Uh, We want to, like, we want everybody to feel welcome in that group, not be pressured. If you're just drinking straight up regular old Jim Beam or Wild Turkey, um, post that. That's your first bourbon. Uh, We want to see that kind of stuff. Nobody's going to give you a hard time. You're drinking Lucky 7. Post a photo up that up there and tell people about it. Uh, Tell people about your local craft distilleries. Um, That's what that group's about. Absolutely. So we do two shows a week. We do a a short episode every Monday. We focus on a craft distillery. We try to to give a shine a little bit of light on the people doing good work out there. Uh, it's usually runs about fifteen to twenty minutes. Uh, we'll do a review of their whiskey uh, on Wednesdays. We do a full length episode, like today's episode, where we actually have some folks on and we interview them and we talk to them about what they do. We'd love to have you listen to both shows every week. We'd also like to know what you guys think about, uh, you know, what should be next? Who should we have on? What should we talk about? So if you have an idea, I certainly invite you to reach out to Mike or I, and you can reach me on Instagram at jshannon63. I'm one big chief. And we will see you down the bourbon road. 